0: On the next episode of Sip Suds, and Smokes.
1: Today is a whiskey episode, and here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. From Whistlepig, we have their Farmstock Bourbon Beyond Bonded. We have the Whistlepig Farmstock Rye Beyond Bonded. We have the Whistlepig Roadstock Rye. From Brothers of the Leaf, we have their inaugural release of their straight bourbon whiskey finished in toasted oak casks. And also from Brothers of the Leaf, the Straight Rye Whiskey, finished in toasted white oak casks. We have Larceny Barrel Proof, Kentucky Straight Bourbon, release A-122. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, Kentucky Straight Bourbon, release A-122. And the Old Fitzgerald Bottled and Bond, Kentucky Straight Bourbon, spring 2022 release. Woo! We'll be right back after this break.
3: it's sipping time
1: yes it's sipping time again hello and welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing as always we are the best thing on at 2 a.m yes we are fact 204 yeah
4: 204 not so much
1: no 204 we we know we're done done by 204 yeah we we got a good two minutes in us and then everything goes on hey all good things happen in two minutes or less Fortunately, we're after the bachelorette, so we don't have to compete against them. Well, thank God for that. So. Well, this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today, our Made Man Brent. Pleasure to be here today. Made Man Maury. Bob, I am thrilled to be here. And good old boy, Jess. Good morning. And our SIP segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and pretty much anything you can drink. And today is a whiskey episode, and here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. From Whistlepig, we have their Farmstock Bourbon Beyond Bonded. We have the Whistlepig Farmstock Rye Beyond Bonded. We have the Whistlepig Roadstock Rye. From Brothers of the Leaf, we have their inaugural release of their Straight Bourbon Whiskey finished in toasted oak casks. And also from Brothers of the Leaf, the Straight Rye Whiskey finished in toasted white oak casks. We have Larceny Barrel Proof Kentucky Straight Bourbon, release A122. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Kentucky Straight Bourbon, release A122. And the Old Fitzgerald Bottled and Bond Kentucky Straight Bourbon Spring 2022 release. So we're going to have uh, Justin tell us all about our SIPS ratings. So take it away. Uh, One, give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. That is the saddest <laughs> porky pig I've ever heard in my life.
3: Water.
1: Why you told me it was Water. supposed to be porky pig? <laughs>
0: was... Two sips, nice, but what what else do you have?
3: Wow. It just yeah.
1: isn't happy hour any time. Yeah, it's just not yeah. It's not this time. Well, isn't that nice?
3: Well, isn't that nice? Yeah.
0: Three sips. Um, interesting. Uh, blah, blah, what was this again?
3: Interesting.
0: Four sips. Blah, let's keep this secret to ourselves. <laughs> Pour me another. <laughs> uh, sounds it's like perfect. a really bad teletype machine. <laughs> <laughs> Five sips. Oh, my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh That's all, goodness. folks.
2: Yes!
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh my God, that was just. Well, we lost half our listeners. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I,
0: I, I'm, I'm horrified. Speechless. Yeah, I just I'm speechless. Like I, I, I even gave those ratings, and
1: it's pretty sad. But that's <laughs> all, Yeah. No. No. Just. Oh dear Lord. Thank God. <laughs> let's Let's move on okay for the for the one guy in Saskatchewan who's still listening to us let's move on to our first
4: whiskey Dear well God. our first whiskey is the whistle pig farmstock bourbon beyond bonded 5005 percent ABV or 100.1 proof Wow thank yeah. you for that extra tenth I know that well you know the whistle pig farmstock is their- as much
1: ethanol as he can get
4: so. <laughs> well it is beyond bonded. Is there? Um, it's 100% farm-to-bottle whiskey from the Whistle Pig Farm. So this is their first real stock of all. That's just their own product. The uh, the ingredients are grown, harvested, distilled, aged, and bottled by hand at the Whistle Pig Farm and Distillery in Shoreham, Vermont. This whiskey is both bottled in bond and single barrel, and it's bottled at 100.1 proof, just beyond the bonded standard. So I don't know. I think they're kind of bending the rules here because it's not really. Both bottled and bond, because it's over a hundred proof. Yeah, so, it can't be bonded,
2: and, you know. So this well, kind of it's, it's not, kind of, not really bonded. It's just a play on words. It's uh, it's uh, above yeah. the bonded proof. Right, exactly. So, it's beyond bonded. Is not bonded.
4: Right. right. It's you not know, been certified so. or bonded. But then they can't say that it's both bottled and bonded single barrel. I don't know. It's weird. So, but okay. The mash bill is fifty one percent den corn and forty nine percent Remington and rifle rye. Uh, the varieties are harvested from the North Orwell 1 and the North Orwell 2 fields. I guess they've named all their fields up there in the in Vermont. So it's distilled on Whistlepig's original hybrid still, Mortimer, proofed with water from Whistlepig's farm, and aged for four years in number char, Vermont Estate Oak Barrels, number which four. were produced.
1: What's that? You said number char, number four. <laughs>
4: Oh, you number four, four char. Yeah, yeah. Oh, number four char. Yeah, and, they, and the uh, the barrels were produced in the local Vermont. It's local Vermont oak. So, our barrel was aged for four years, eight months, and fourteen days. Are you so, sure it wasn't fifteen days? Nope, that's fourteen days, and I have it here. So, okay. and if it was bonded, they would know how many days it was in. And but it, it wasn't
2: bonded. It was beyond bonded. Beyond bonded. Hmm. I didn't, that's gonna baffle me. For it can whole only time. be bonded if it's exactly one
4: hundred proof. proof. Right. Yeah. So they can't have it both ways. The color, it's a this one's got a nice, uh, nice copper penny color to it. Uh, it's actually darker than I would have thought for for being uh, four years, eight months, fourteen days. But I mean, it's and and at a barrel at one hundred, one hundred. That was proof. why I
2: thought it was fifteen days because it's
4: just the yeah, color, just a little color darker. Yeah, usually yeah. in <laughs> that fifteenth day, it goes
1: about four shades
4: darker. On the nose, the. The Predominant thing on the nose was the corn. I just pick up the corn, I haven't got any of the rye I notes to, stop. to it. You
2: disagree. I thought the predominant thing on the nose was alcohol. I just found a very highly, um, ethanol, high ethanol sort of dominant, yeah. Kind of that corn the corn kind of nose.
4: burns off after a while, but it's and you get some of that, you those, just get the ethanol notes,
2: nostril burning ethanol
0: after the ethanol. I got saran wrap. Well,
4: when I mean, you open no that new okay. container, no, yeah. so on the palette, let me taste this again.
1: Was it Saran brand Saran wrap or yes. is it the store the brand? branded
0: Saran wrap? Oh, okay. Generic wrap. Saran wrap because no, 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 you, l- generic for you,
2: generic, oh, branded for me. So, yeah. reasonable minds can differ. The ger- generic has a little bit more of a sweeter character, like this, uh, the branded, you know, a little more bitter. Okay, well, on the palette. It's corn.
4: It's mostly corn on the palate as well, and I don't get the rye notes. It's just like, you know, if it's supposed to be forty nine percent rye, I think I would just just feel it hasn't, you know, kind of melded together like it should yet. I think it needs needs a little bit more time. Uh, It doesn't have. It's got its own character, but it's not a character that that
2: I'm wanting to drink all the time. Well, I agree. the corn is young, and the corn is distinct and and not integrated well with the rye. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just has they haven't coagulated together. Enough, I think that's it's it? an excellent twenty dollar word, and that's exactly <laughs> the word I was thinking. They have not yet coagulated, but um, it's a
4: it's a short finish, but the one thing I get on the finish is a little bit of a barrel char, which is kind of surprising to me, but other than that, um i it's their first bourbon. And so with the first bourbons, everybody's first bourbon. Usually, you you know you're not expecting uh, you know very a lot from it, you know, because
2: they they haven't been they haven't been doing bourbon yet. So, I was wondering if they had been aging it in like barrels that previously held tobacco leaves. Because for me, I got an overwhelming tobacco, tobacco flavor note on the palate, especially right out of the bottle. It was just tobacco leaf. Not to say that that's bad. It just was really heavy handed. Yeah, Justin, Justin what would you think? That's tobacco
0: notes definitely in there. And yeah, that's coming get out the now, bourbon a lot first. More now, yeah. And then it ends on rye. It's kind of strange, but it's not bad. It's just odd. And the finish was short. Shorter short than finish. I thought it would be for a Beyond Bonded product. <laughs> it was
2: Beyond Short. <laughs> beyond Short. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I definitely can, I, I don't taste the rye as much as I smell the rye. That that young putty kind of nose that I get with a rye, I, I can smell that. It It's hard to pull that out because it's kind of similar to a creamy corn. So they, you know, when you've got a young rye and you smell that, you know you've got a young rye. It, the, the corn is kind of masking it, but it's there. And I'm with you. I, the first thing I got on it is I got barrel char, which was i thought unusual that it you know and being you know under five years old that i'm getting that much char off of it and it's only a number four um but i get some it, it's got a creamy nose i'm definitely getting some vanilla on it and some caramel i get that barrel char hmm. yeah yeah you know medium short finish um it'll be overall, interesting to see yeah. where it goes from here yeah overall you know you a, know they're, they're, a, it's, a nice effort you know farm from somebody from bottle, who yeah. you know really doesn't do bourbon you know i mean they're their, they're branching out so yes they're
4: branching out and uh it's, they have to start someplace so
3: yeah
4: you yeah. know so i'm, I'm a, a couple years i'll be uh i'd like to taste this again God will, and you'll still be here in a couple yeah, of years when we can test it again. You never know. Yeah, you never know. My intestines could
1: explode. Yeah, well. <laughs> that only happens to degenerates and alcoholics, so yeah, I'm just saying. So So I have twice as much of a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to lead from the front here. You know, so So we're gonna be rating the whistle pig Farmstock Bourbon Beyond Bonded. Uh two sips.
3: Well, isn't that nice? So
1: let's move on to our next one, and we'll have Justin tell us about that one. Our next whiskey is
0: Whistlepig Farmstock Rye Beyond Bonded. It's uh, 50.05% alcohol by volume or 100.1 proof. That's like deja vu. I think I've heard that somewhere before. (laughs) Whistlepig's Farmstock Beyond Bonded Rye is a straight rye whiskey crafted from 100% Remington Rye. Harvested from North Orwell 1, field of Whistlepig's 500-acre farm. Distilled on Whistlepig's original hybrid still, Mortimer. Proofed with water from Whistlepig's farm well. Aged upwards for four years in number four char, Vermont estate oak oak barrels, which were produced from local Vermont oak. Our barrels aged four years, eight months, and 14 days. And we'll talk about it after the break.
1: You got it in. (laughs) Hey, and we're back, and Justin was just getting ready to start telling us about uh, the second whiskey that we've got from the folks at Whistlepig. so.
0: So the color I got is like a light copper, and the nose reminded me of that smell you get when you open the closet for winter for the first time. It's kind of like musty, and there was some heat on the nose, but that's faded off. After it's been out for a while. I
2: agree with you. The, the the high
0: alcohol heat is blown off.
2: Yeah. And then
0: there's a charcoal hit on the nose. And on the palate, I got maple syrup and a rye hit. And the finish was weird. It's all back palate. And mostly rye. What did you think, Brent? Yeah,
4: everything is on the back palate. There's nothing. There's nothing mid palate or front palate. It all just goes. It's, it jumps right to the back. You can't can't prevent that at all, whether you want to or not. And uh, some uh, typical rye notes. You get that baking spice. Um, just a little bit of hint of uh, vanilla in there. Uh, yeah, and that a little bit of that ethanol on there as well but uh, the most the biggest thing is is that yeah another short finish and it's
2: all back palette worry you know i agree with both of you completely um i was hoping for a little bit more i think this is slightly better than the uh, previous version uh the bourbon but nonetheless young needs more time it's going the right direction um but again the front and mid palettes kind of missing yeah the it's interesting because it's it is all off their own farm now
4: so that's a you know that's what they've been wanting to do this entire time is get to their own farm stuff you know after sourcing for so many years i know they've blended half and half before
1: Hmm. you know or the piggyback they blended some of the stuff and well it's gonna it's gonna take time you know you're not gonna come out with a you know with a five right off the bat nobody does that you know i mean everybody that's that's turning out you know, the top quality stuff have been doing it forever, you know, I mean, right. that's, that's how right. they got there. So I look at it as, hey, you guys are j- literally just starting to do 100% your own stuff and this is what you're turning out it's pretty damn good, you know, considering this is, you know, really the beginning of turning it over to your own still. So, but yeah, it's, I, I agree with you guys. It's, uh, you know, you get a little bit of it the front palate as it rolls down the tongue, but then it all goes back palate. Um and it's
4: such a short finish. I mean, it's yeah. just gone. It just uh there's nothing that
1: lingers on. It's got a great nose though.
0: I think if you buy this, open it, try a little, and then leave most of it for three or four months, let the oxidization hit, it might be even better. Did he I just say
1: oxidation?
4: Uh that's a new word. I invented <laughs> <them up. laughs> I, 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 I invent them all the time,
1: so
3: I'm very aroused.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> the biggest word he's ever used. Like, <laughs> oh my god. I mean, what does Jayden Plepton say about What is that? your favorite word? Oxidation.
4: <laughs> it's it's like he tried to bring a like you tried to bring Porky Pig into the conversation. <laughs> oh, we be, need be, to leave Porky
1: Pig be, out be, of the conversation. Yeah, let's yeah let's just let's just drop Porky Pig here and, and, and leave him <laughs> to his own devices, please. <laughs> I mean, I don't think any of us are getting rid of the shame of that one. So, <laughs> all right, so we're going to be uh, giving the Whistle Pig Roadstock Rye uh, two sips.
3: Well, isn't that
1: nice? I think I may need to correct you. I believe that was the Farmstock Rye Beyond Bonded. Oh, Farmstock Rye. Sorry, we
2: haven't gotten to the next one We are getting ready to talk about the Whistlepig Roadstock Rye, uh, which is our next offering. It comes in at 43% ABV or 86 proof for those of you like Justin who are mathematically challenged. Cool bottle.
0: I know a third of it though.
2: It is a beautiful bottle. The Whistlepig Roadstock Rye began its life in a number 3 char oak barrel at Whistlepig Farm in Shoreham, Vermont. Whistlepig then commissioned an 18-wheeler rolling rickhouse, quote unquote, which would make its way on a 6,000-mile barrel finishing journey. Upon completion of the Roadstock rolling rickhouse, half of the future Roadstock whiskey was transferred into Bordeaux Blend casks from Jordan Winery in Sonoma's Alexander Valley. After driving along the historic Route 66, the Roadstock Rolling Rickhouse headed north to Firestone Walker Brewing Company in Paso Robles, California. At Firestone Walker, the other half of the whiskey was transferred into Firestone's Imperial Stout, Imperial Blonde Ale, and Experimental Ale Barrels to finish on the long journey back to Vermont. After several weeks of over six thousand miles on the road, the Roadstock Rolling Rickhouse arrived back at Whistlepig Farm, where the distillery team married these unique finishes and bottled them with custom rubber tire stopper to commemorate the trip. This is a neat topper on there. It looks like a you know like a tire on it. You know. Yeah, it sure does. It's a really neat topper. Uh, the packaging is neat. Uh, I love the checkered flags on the label. Uh, conceptually, it's like a jefferson's ocean only on the road an 18 wheeler instead of a boat you know it's this is the whole evolution of bourbon how you know it started off from louisville
4: on boats down yeah. to down to new orleans and then jefferson took it on, on journeys out into the ocean and now we're taking it across the States, across the highway
2: 66 it's you uh, know? it's a scenic tour it, it is a scenic tour i've been on part of it not all of it but yes so this whiskey has a similar uh, nice light copper color the nose is interesting. I, I don't know if it's the power of suggestion, and it's just a, a little placebo effect, but I definitely get some road road <laughs> no noise. <yeah>. Awesome. <laughs> I get uh, rubber, mm-hmm. just a hint of diesel, just a little bit of hint of gravel from the road. It's just an interesting nose, uh, if nothing else. Dab for the palate. The palate is really a surprise. It's almost absent. I thought I might have had COVID. I'm not tasting anything. It just comes, yeah. it goes. You get a hint of burn at the end. You get a really short finish, and it's just gone.
1: It's opened up a little bit longer than this a little here. bit, just a little.
2: But generally speaking, right out of the bottle, this thing was just the invisible bourbon. I'm expecting to have
4: these. the, the you know this this these the imperial blonde ale i'm expecting to have that have an influence with it i'm expecting the well there's a lot going on and that's the thing all the different things that they married it with and you have next to nothing
2: that comes out from it right no identifiable elements really on the palate which is really unusual it's almost like they canceled everything out they added a lot of things remember they've added several different barrel finishes then they've added the truck and the road and route 66 they could have called this casper
1: yeah, oh, I do. I, I get a bit of the wine if I if I smell it, but don't get in the glass. Just get outside of the glass and just. I get a little bit of the grapiness on the on the nose. I, it doesn't really come through on the palate, but I definitely can get just a hint on
2: that. Honestly, other. it'd be a nice intro whiskey for somebody who's transitioning from, say, a white spirit such as vodka into whiskey. This is this is the equivalent of what I would call like a platinum tequila or a it's, platinum or an ultra hundred times distilled uh, vodka. Click. It, it, uh, it doesn't yeah.
4: have that burn that you know that that yeah, turns some no. people off. You know that hug that Kentucky hug it's or that a way to or drink
2: Vermont hug. Brown spirits you know? without really a lot of bite. Yes, that is true, and like, it'll sneak up. I mean, the proof is nothing to sneeze at. It's uh, eighty six proof. Yeah, Justin, what'd you think?
0: You nailed it on the head when you said that all the finishes cancel each other out. So they're on the nose. I, I get I get the Bordeaux hit. I get the Imperial of Blondale only on the nose. On the palate, I get almost nothing but faint whisper on the back palate of I don't even know what. That's how faint it is. It's very
4: faint. I mean, yeah. uh, if you if you left any kind, any one of these other ones in a glass of ice. and let it it go down you'd still have more flavor in those than you would have into you would have more flavor than if you did than just drinking this one straight i think if you would put this in ice you would completely drown it out no i think it'd be gone
2: i think you'd be drinking (laughs) ice water right
1: you'd be drowned it out
2: yeah
1: you know so bob Bob, i don't know it's one of those ones that i wonder what it's we'll set this one aside and come back to it in a couple of months and see if it's if the oxygen's opened it up I love the concept though. Let's take this on the road. Let's take yeah. it on a let's take it on we're a, road a, a trip trip
4: journey. Yeah. And, you know, let's, let's yeah. do these things. Let's- you've
1: got boat carried whiskey. Now you've got truck carried whiskey. And I think this is probably the appropriate time to tell you guys that I've opened up my own whiskey company. And we're gonna be taking little five gallon kegs on on Segways and riding around in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna do it every day. I've got a bunch of retirees that are gonna drive that stuff in a circle around the giant outlet mall. And at the end of the year, then we're going to mix it with some insure and we're going to sell it to the senior community. I thought you were going to strap arm yeah, like meats back and make him walk it around the mall. I can't get him to walk
2: anywhere, please. Oh. <laughs> I think
0: they're yeah. going to really burn it on the way to early bird.
1: It's going to go fast. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right, waiting for the buffet. So. Right. So, all right. Well, we are going to be rating the, this time correctly, the Whistlepig Roadstock Rye.
3: Two Well, wow, isn't that nice?
1: So let's move on to our next whiskey. So hmm. the next whiskey is the two that we've got uh, from a company called Broadleaf Whiskey. Broadleaf is a new whiskey company based out of Louisville, founded by Brian Gelfo, a whiskey educator and member of the Bourbon Mafia. And J. Paul Tucker, the owner of the Oxmoor Smoke Shop in Louisville, also a member of the Bourbon Mafia. Uh, their new brand is called Brothers of the Leaf, named after a term to describe the bond between fellow cigar lovers and their p- passion for cigar culture. Their first two expressions are Brothers of the Leaf straight bourbon whiskey finished in toasted, oak, uh, toasted French oak cask, and Brothers of the Leaf rye whiskey finished in toasted white oak casks. Starting with whiskey sourced from Ross & Squibb Distillery, formerly known as MGP, uh, the whiskeys are then finished in custom bar- barrels made for Broadleaf by Kelvin Cooperage in Louisville. Great, great cooperage, old school too. Oh yes, yes. I, I love, I love going there. Uh, it's just you know, it's 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 dudes swinging hammers and you know real fire, and it's it's just awesome. And their barrels are absolutely beautiful. The finish on them, they look like wine barrels. They don't look like whiskey barrels, so. So we're going to go and try the first one, which is the Brothers of the Leaf straight bourbon whiskey finished in toasted French oak cast. This is batch number one. It's 57.7% ABV, 115.4 proof, no age statement. The color on it, it's got a nice, uh, nice copper penny color to it, a little bit of darkness toward the edge. On the nose, still even sitting here for the last hour, the first thing I get on it is French toast. I mean, it's it's that that toasted French oak barrel really, really comes through. It's French toast covered in real maple syrup, not that stuff you get at the grocery store. Sweetness. Slight bit, just a slight bit of char on the nose and on the palate. Hold on. Hmm. Again. You taste that barrel toast just that little bit of astringency from from the char it's dark dark burnt toffee uh dark brown sugar a little bit of vanilla toward the back um the finish on it medium to long it, it hangs in there especially considering and i'm sure this is a younger whiskey that they're getting um well done well done. Yeah,
4: yeah non-age stated but i don't think this is a young you know i don't think this is young at all i mean i don't know how long they aged it in the other in their own casks yeah i, th- I think it was 18 months i think is what they yeah. what he told me
1: yeah when i say young man i'm talking you know it, it's not 10 years so, oh no
4: yeah. no no, yeah. no 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 it's not that but a young when somebody says young to me i'm thinking two three four years okay. and it's i don't minimum think it's of
1: two
0: years if it's straight bourbon whiskey mm-hmm.
4: right and the sure. um yeah, what I got on the nose, I got that. I got a waffle note, which is what you guys got a French toast note, which is the same. Well, we're fancy. Yes, yeah. I'm I not mean, fancy. I have a waffle. I,
1: I, I like Waffle House, but Justin makes me go where they have the French toast because he's he's all, you know, smarmy and everything. So Pinkies so, up, people. Yeah. Pinkies up. Yeah. And things. But, you know, for their first. Uh, for the first time expression of this
4: i'm impressed with what they've been able to do and i don't want to be biased because we're i'm friends with i'm friends with uh, brian and stuff you know so I, you know so yeah,
1: f- i full disclosure yes again, yes he, we, both of these gentlemen are also members of the mafia and and three of us at the table are so they're they're friends of ours but but that so, aside we're we're honest and we're going to tell the truth so right i don't want to be biased in the, with it and
2: stuff but uh, i'm enjoying it i mean oh yeah i'm very much enjoying this i I think that the thing that's really helped it is time and air honestly i was a little underwhelmed when it came right out of the bottle but with time it's really opened up beautifully the oxygen and the air has done it well well and it's much more enjoyable now 30 minutes in so we had a sample bottle of this before a couple of weeks ago that we had tried
4: not as and, good. and it just and different. it was like wait a minute what happened here you know like yeah. this wasn't it just wasn't uh, the same and then we opened up these sample bottles and it's like wow, this is a night and day difference so i don't yeah. know if they had something sourced from you know if it came how it came out these sample bottles came out but it just seemed kind of unusual that from one we tried it one day and we tried another day and it's something totally different maybe so.
1: they forgot to wash the bottle
2: <laughs> so. well you know it does speak to it does speak to the nice thing about a retail fully packaged bottle you know you're getting everything that the consumer's getting and uh you always have to be concerned when you get a sample that there's some sampling bias and some sampling error uh whether that's intentional or unintentional mm. yeah it's possible
1: yeah yep and and we've had some samples that came in that i mean we did i remember one show in particular with a a pretty yes. large kentucky distillery that we did and they came in these really neat looking test tube uh, sample bottles yeah. and we ended up tanking that show and re-recording that show a couple of weeks later because they were all spoiled every single one of them every single one of them tasted like mold and it was bad closures on those and it was whiskey that we had all had before so we knew what it was supposed to taste like so yeah you have to be careful with with samples but uh, you know all the ones that i've had of this as they were developing it tasted just like this um you know, extremely well done. Not like we always say, you're filling the holes in the Swiss cheese. You're not trying to cover the whiskey. You're just trying to elevate the whiskey I with like a the holes finish. in the
4: Swiss cheese. I like those holes. Well, they're the lowest. They get the most flavor out of the holes. They're hole. the
1: lowest calorie part <laughs> too, as well. So yeah, here I've got a whole box full of the holes for you right here. Let me hand it to you. There you go. So <laughs> donut holes, my favorite. Yeah. Well, those are the different ones. Those those are just as high in calorie as the donut itself. So no, don't tell me that. Yeah.
0: You want me to lie to you? Next thing you're gonna tell me is they'll they'll knock my sugar up and
1: I don't want to hear it. Oh yeah, don't worry about your sugar. Your sugar's fine. And trust me on that one. You're all right. You know. what do you think, Justin?
0: So everything you guys got, I got, but I did get uh hit of cinnamon on the back in that's really all i have to add to it it's it's well, a good, I good a sprinkle
2: of cinnamon on my french toast at the end anyway yeah so thank you for noticing <laughs> you're welcome
1: <laughs> and there's there's justin being wordy as always so we're going to be rating the uh broadleaf the brothers of the least straight bourbon whiskey finished in toasted french oak cast batch number one a oh, well done three sips interesting set so of play on words toasted french oak french toast yep yeah maybe we were
2: influenced by those words alone yeah if
1: you i mean it's going to be a very small release this because it's their first but if you see it you know when it when it comes out uh, it's not out yet at the time of recording but if you see it grab it so we're going to go on to our next whiskey i'm going to have maury tell us about that one thank you bob the next whiskey is the brothers of the leaf rye whiskey finished
2: in toasted white oak casks batch number one it comes in at 59.6 percent abv or 119.2 proof with a non-age statement. Uh, the color on this whiskey is fairly similar. Again, light, light to medium copper. The nose is fairly similar. Again, you get a little bit of French toast, a little bit of brown sugar, um, and then the palate. Super nice. Again, it's benefited from air. Uh, I think it's really opened up quite a bit. I'm getting all kinds of notes of toffee and spice and some baking spice with a medium finish. I think this is a beautiful whiskey. In fact, right out of the bottle, it was, uh, in my opinion, a little bit better than their bourbon. But now with time and air, as both have uh, sat in the glass, I think they're both very enjoyable, very well made,
1: and are continuing to evolve. And we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and Maury was just telling us about the Brothers of the Leaf straight rye whiskey finished in toasted white oak cast batch number one. Thank you, Bob. Uh, Again, I think this
2: is a lovely whiskey. I think it's got lots of layers of complexity. It's going the right direction. It's uh, a little bit young, but uh, I think tastes mature beyond its years. I'm I'm guessing this is uh, maybe a two-year-old, but again, it's uh, it's drinking lovely for a two-year-old the finish i like it uh, a little bit longer than the bourbon goes on for about uh several minutes there i thought it was a relatively long finish and surprised me oh you i think
4: i love this one i mean this uh, that that toasted barrel makes a whole difference i mm-hmm. you know the in a toasted barrel not a charred barrel and i think that the toasting of that really kind of uh well it, it it peaks the rye a little bit it also softens the the rye and I I thought the finish was long on this one. I thought the lo- was much longer than the uh, bourbon. Yeah, exactly what I was saying. Yeah, yeah is um, uh, all those notes that you get in the rye, and they're just kind of they're just kind of soft, you know. From uh, they're just kind of softened, and then and then at the same time they're kind of amped up a little bit. Uh, I enjoy this one. I mean, I was kind of impressed with it when I tried it before, uh, and then I got de impressed with it when we sampled it a few weeks ago. And now you're re impressed. And now I'm re impressed. So
0: makes life interesting it does make life interesting you know so justin what do you think so on the nose i got um envelope glue and <laughs> i was waiting for rye. something completely out there thank you for
2: not disappointing <laughs> it's, me it's
0: good envelope glue. it's envelope good glue envelope glue uh, right you know like right. when you're doing the envelope you get that
3: yeah you, all your envelopes you weren't even born with the sense. God gave a all, common dog. And all then,
4: your envelopes have those pull those pull strips, so you just oh, yeah. close on oh, a fancy envelope. No, this
3: He's is talking old about school. Lick He's Yeah, nineties.
1: Yeah, he gets 90s 90s very confused when he tries to lick the FedEx envelope and his tongue sticks to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> also toasted rye. And on the palate, I got a big rye hit. Um and the mouthfeel was exceptional on this one. It did have a nice viscosity, didn't Yeah, it had a very nice viscosity. I it was really cool. So it starts out Oily, perfect though, and then ends dry, which is interesting. And it also had a stable intensity of flavor on the palate all the way through,
2: which... um, That's another $10 word, stable intensity.
3: And it's got a... I don't even know what your name is, bud.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What the hell are you talking about?
0: And it's got a good long finish, too. Uh, This this really excites me. I really like this. It definitely has the longest finish of most things we've tasted today. I am
3: very arouse
0: and i've got a couple of bottles on my shelf and this isn't like any of them and it's a welcome addition if i had a bottle but the sample's great oh you
2: ain't getting one? the
1: bottle yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, not, <laughs> yeah.
2: not after envelope
1: glue no
4: envelope
2: glue. <laughs> bobby joe what can you add to the envelope
1: glue discussion um nothing really i mean honestly everything's been said i mean it's it's extremely well done um, I think they elevated the base whiskey they were working with significantly. Um, I think they did not overdo it, which is the skill. Anybody can throw something into a finishing barrel, whether it's a toasted barrel, a charred barrel, a new barrel, a used barrel, a wine barrel. Um well, that's what has to do set it. Them, that's but, what has to set them apart from MGP. But knowing when to take it out is the key. Um, and I think they've done an amazing job. And I'm excited to see you know where they go with the brand from this. So, yeah. That being said, we're going to be giving uh, the Brothers of the Leaf, uh, straight rye whiskey, finished and toasted white oak cask, a well deserved three subs.
0: Interesting.
1: So, moving on to our next whiskey, we're going to have Justin tell us about that. Okay. So we're going to talk about Larceny Barrel
0: Proof Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's 62.2 alcohol by volume or 124.4 proof. Larceny Barrel Proof A122 is the first release of Larceny Barrel Proof for 2022. Following the standard Heaven Hill coating procedure, the first letter of the batch number Indicates which of that year's releases the bottle was a part of starting with A. While the second digit is a number that determines the month the year was the bottle was released. This release consists of barrels aged between six and eight years and is non-chill filtered. Mash bill is 68% corn, 20% wheat, and 12% malted barley. On the nose, I got spicy corn notes. Vanilla and oak on the palate. It was sweet, vanilla, caramel, nice mouthfeel, and the finish is hot, long, and ends dry. Like a Florida summer. Yeah. You could drink this all day. What would you think, Bob?
1: I think this is one of the best larceny barrel proofs that we've had, and we've done all three releases of each year that they've released them um it's got it's got a funk to the nose like an like an old dusty whiskey has um it's you know you can smell the Rick House in this one so the nose alone is you know vastly better than and and, i mean not anything against the others the others were fine whiskeys but this particular batch that nose is just fantastic and on the palate again it it's got an amazing mouth feel to it it coats the tongue coats the roof of the mouth um that musty Rick House comes through in the palette it's got a really nice finish to it and the finish goes on um you know again i think uh, well done i think this is the best one they've done so far what do you think brent
4: yeah this is not only the best one i think that they've done it's my favorite of all the eight expressions that we have here today and I, you know, we've had all the others and stuff. This one, that musty note that it reminds me of an old 70s uh, decanter, but barrel proof. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you get a good one, when you get one of the good ones, then it's it's part of that. And it really comes through. I, I'm
2: thoroughly enjoying this one. You stole my thunder. You stole every word. Okay. Did you plagiarize? I plagiarized. <laughs> oh, <God> damn. <laughs> We can't look at each other's notes, children. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 I really can't add very much. I mean, I agree. It's the best well, thing well, on the, the fat table. the
3: man made a funny.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Brent, for making a funny. Um, I thought like he was talking about Justin. <laughs> talking about all three of you.
0: This I resemble
2: a, that remark. Go ahead. This is a fantastic whiskey. I mean, I think I could sum it up in two words. Buy it. Yeah. it's no, just okay. fantastic. Yeah, no, just avoid uh, this one, leave it on the shelf, and, uh, and <laughs> I don't, tell really, me where, I don't yeah, know right, where yeah, it's terrible. Find it. If you see it, it, walk away, walk and
1: away, report it to me uh, info at sips. And it. I
2: mean, honestly, it's their best expression of the barrel proof, bar none. It's uh really compared to everything we've had today, it's fantastic. Uh, it just has it's just got the whole package can't say enough good about it and uh, i must admit i was a a larceny fan but not you know over the top not a groupie but this is fantastic
1: all right well we're going to be rating the larceny barrel proof kentucky straight bourbon whiskey a122 a well-deserved well-deserved four sips
3: that's classified
1: so we're going to move on to our next one and have Brent tell us about that. Thanks, Bob.
4: Next one is the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey A122, 60.4% ABV or 120.8 proof. Like each batch, this Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is an uncut small batch of 12-year-old bourbon bottled straight from the barrel, released three times per year. Quality from batch to batch is a true testament to the attention to detail and craftsmanship at Heaven Hill Distillery. The mash spills 78% corn, 12% malted barley, 10% rye. And it's this is a staple product. This is something that it's very consistent batch to batch, year to year. I you know, it's got all the all the notes that you love. The the pepper that's been amped up, the clove that's been amped up, the vanilla that's been amped up. This got a great mouthfeel to it. The viscosity is nice. The the finish is long. It's got a little bit of cherries on on the, on the back on the back end of the palate, and you know, and I'm uh, I'm enjoying this. It's just uh, I love this expression. You, I don't love it as much as I'd love the Larceny. You know, but I like this one. I
2: I really thought that it's delicious, but I agree with you. The larceny eclipses it just slightly. Um, But, you know, remember, this is a 12-year-old. The larceny was about a 6 to 8. This one, the proof's down a little bit at 120. But they're fairly similar. Uh, But I would agree with you. The extra couple of years in the barrel didn't really help it. It didn't really hurt it. I would say it's delicious. But you're right. The larceny just edged it out a little bit. Justin, if you're a big fan of the regular Elijah Craig on the
0: shelf, this is Elijah Craig Squared. You know, each each of the Heaven Hill products have their own kind of unique flavor composition, and this one is true to Elijah Craig. That was like a 14-letter word he used,
2: composition. <laughs> I'm I know. I'm afraid.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I say if you're a fan of Elijah Craig, get the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Even if you feel you need to add water or ice or something like that, which I don't do, but
2: do it. Well, you can adjust it. And that's the beautiful part about Barrel yeah. Proof. is it, you got choices. Yeah. If it's a little hot, you can definitely adjust it yeah. down with a little ice or a little yeah. water
1: to just the right level. And it's, it's fantastic. This is an example, a prime example, of why this is such a great bottle. Because it's uh, every we've ever had has been great, and for the price, some you can't have been beat it. greater than others. But every one of them has been great. You cannot be still the price. one that you can occasionally find on the shelf, you know, because they do produce it. In, you more know, more than fairly, I think it's fairly sufficient quantities. You know, it's not something that you're going to have to you know paint somebody's house for to you know get an allocation of a bottle on, and ex- like everything from don't hill, don't tell people that reasonably priced. Painted. So it's it's a great example of 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 a, of a solid whiskey. So we're going to be rating the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey A122, a well deserved four sips. That's classified. And thank you to Heaven Hill for the beautiful sample. So this is we're going to be going to our last whiskey, which is the Old Fitzgerald Bottled and Bond Kentucky Straight Bourbon Spring 22, uh, 2022 release. ABV, 100 proof, and this one is a lovely 17 17 years old. So uh, since 2018, every spring and fall, a new edition of the Old Fitzgerald Bottled Bond Decanter Series is released in an ornate bottle inspired by the original 50s Old Fitzgerald Diamond Decanter. The ages of the past releases of this series have varied from between 8 to 15 years, making this 17-year-old release the oldest release so far. It's comprised of barrels from uh, the fall of 2004, and it was bottled in the spring of 2022. It's got an absolutely beautiful, beautiful, just like oiled, burnished bronze color on the nose. It's just, it's lovely. It's floral brown sugar, a little bit of toffee, a little bit of caramel, Thank and you just very, very, very for deep. for the extra samples. Mm. And on the palate, just so, so lovely, just so, just so well stated. It's it's not a whiskey that hits you over the head. It's a 17-year-old bourbon. It's not going to whack you in the face. It's just layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of flavor. I couldn't agree with you more,
2: Bob. I think the Beautiful. finesse is just unbelievable. Um, it's it's a lovely change coming off wow. of a barrel proof, coming stepping down to 100. Um, you're getting no heat, just smooth, delicious layers upon layers of flavor. The finish just keeps going and going it's creamy it's viscous it's just everything you want in a high-end bourbon it's just fantastic i think the biggest problem with this is it'll be hard to find
1: yeah the biggest problem is is uh, i don't have two or three bottles you know full size sitting on the shelf but uh i'd settle for one yeah, yeah i'd take this one is, this is the bourbon <laughs> take whatever i can get yeah. yeah this
4: is the bourbon that you're sitting in your comfortable chair and you're just sitting by yourself Listening to some music or watching the fireplace or... And you're just sitting there enjoying it. And you're not doing nothing else because this is what you want to do. Just sit back and enjoy. It doesn't have that oomph. big oomph that it's the, not uh, a, that it's the not Larceny... A, it's not a kick in the teeth. Yeah, no. that, like the
1: Larceny came out with, a, with, the, with these big, bold flavors. And this is a finesse... It's a much... Well, it's, it's a much older whiskey. So yes. you're not going to get that boldness of flavor that you get out yeah. of younger whiskey. And it's significantly lower improved. Right.
2: Right. My and initial my, response was, you, was just OMG. Yeah.
1: Yep. Oh, just uh,
4: just sit back and enjoy it. I mean, you're, you're just going to sit there and, and, uh, and enjoy it. Um, there's been other ones that I've had that I've enjoyed a lot more that, ele- that 11 years still impressed me quite a bit. Yeah. But you're,
2: you're a kick in the teeth kind of guy. Well, this is finesse. This is just it is. I mean, I understand it's like that. the it's difference
1: between a burgundy and a bordeaux. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, one is one is the more in your face, you know, and the other one is the more subtle, more feminine, more layers, more just finesse. And that's that's what this is. And and again, they they've they've released, you know, anything from at this point 8 to 17 years. And I still remember the eight. Thought the eight was fantastic. Um, Listen, there's no wrong with yeah. an eight-year-old bourbon. Yeah, and it was, and it was, and it was beautiful, and it was layered, and it was structured. This is this is just a different animal because of the age, and you have to be able to, you know, understand and taste the whiskey, you know, for what it is. Um, you know, but a beautiful, beautiful example of you know the magic that Heaven Hill can can do and yeah. have done for. Generations now So Justin you got anything To add to that I do This is the
0: 1978 Fleetwood Brougham On a new paved road Equivalent Of whiskey It's so smooth You're just enjoying
1: Every mile of it It's awesome And we're gonna rate it A well deserved
3: Oh my Five do- cents yeah. yeah Yeah
4: Yeah I
1: don't know I was thinking more Of the Chrysler Cordova with Ridge Corinthian Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our co-hosts for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. It's always a pleasure to be here when I have a lineup like this. doesn't stink. Thank you, Maury. Again, Bob, another amazing
2: morning in the basement, but I miss harm.
0: No, you don't. Thank you, Jasmine. <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, Porky Pig will never be coming back.
1: Yes, please. <laughs> uh no more porky pig please good lord i'm just gonna sit here and smell well you 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 do that well i mean a bath would be in order well for <laughs> soup, suds, and smokes this is made man bob we thank you for joining us remember life is too short to drink bad whiskey and fortunately we haven't had to do that all day so it's mm. been, been rather enjoyable i love this job
3: we hope you enjoyed this episode if you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at Smokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle, at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands millions and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor, take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping.